0: Listen to Garbage Hill one week's first podcast
1: network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. This is Kevin Roy, and you are listening to Witch Police Radio.
2: back to your loving arms again And your loving arms holding another one There was a time they held me before I don't need to make excuses I don't need to make amends I don't need to be in your loving arms Of the time they held me before. I don't need to make excuses. I don't need to make amends. I don't need to be in your loving heart.
0: As always, I'm your host, Sam, and uh, I'm here today with a returning guest third appearance on the show.
1: This is three, is three it? Three
0: in three years, which is kind of cool. Awesome. So we're here, uh, I'm here, not me, the Royal Week. <laughs> I'm here. also here. Yeah, with uh, Kevin <laughs> Roy, who, um, if you're a regular listener to the show, you probably would have heard one or the other uh, appearance. So that's, uh, it's cool how this is sort of happening now because the show is now over 200 episodes, it's been going for more than four years now. Wow. And a lot of people are coming back, which is kind of awesome. Like, I mean, a lot of people we interview a couple of years back, they got a new record up, to come back on the show. So it's, uh, it's good. I kind of like it. So yeah. it's nice to catch up and then kind of follow up on Definitely, who definitely. About before. So, uh, as I said, I mean, you do have a new album that just came out. So yep. that's probably a. Perfect way to start.
1: Well, let's, yeah, sure, let's talk about that. Um, so I have my first, I guess, a debut LP out now. Okay. So it's the first full length I've put out. Um, in 2014, I put out my first EP, Taller Than The Trees. And now, uh, I guess this last September, we came out with uh, this album. It's called Heartworn Highways. And, uh, yeah, it's been a, been a lot of fun making and a lot of fun uh, preparing for it here. And it's been uh, a wonderful release. And the first few months have been going going really well.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I've seen, uh, just from following you on social media, you've yeah. seen kind of the the Progress. The album has been I mean, there was yeah. pictures you're recording, yeah. and then all of a sudden, hey, there's a CD release party. So, how long yeah. has this actually been in the works for?
1: It's been quite a while, actually. Like, I think the first uh, the first tracks were recorded. Um, you know what? It's got to be about a year, maybe a little over a year ago now. Okay. Uh, we started at the end of the summer from uh, of 2015, and we did uh, we recorded it actually as an EP first. So we finished, I think, four songs. No, somewhere between four and six songs. I don't remember the exact uh, okay. number. And, uh, instead of putting it out as an EP at that point, there was still a bunch of material we had worked in pre-production that, uh, that really fit the themes and, and really fit well with the band and with myself and Lloyd, our producer, we really felt it would be good to get those songs together as a full package to put out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we went to Kickstarter the next spring, did the Kickstarter campaign and that helped fund the, the remaining songs and stuff. So cool. it was, yeah, it was a, a year or so in the, the works of, of, uh, pre-production to recording and getting everything done.
0: And just this past September is when it. And was September
1: is when it is officially released. Cool. Yeah.
0: How did the Kickstarter thing go? Because I've seen a lot of bands locally do that. Some, even if the bands are great, it just it just doesn't work out. right? Yeah. Anymore, it's. So. It,
1: and you know, same here. Like I've been I've been following the the I, I don't know. You call those like crowdfunding Kickstarter yeah, campaigns? Yeah. The. Uh, I don't know. Crowdfunding, I think. is Crowdfunding the yeah, yeah. is probably the word. Yeah. And same thing, like it's, you know, you see some people put them out and, and have great success with it and other people not so much. And it's like nothing against the, the talents of the artists. Like they're some yeah. of my favorite songwriters and artists sure. locally or, or people who have done them sometimes I've seen have not had success with it.
0: Well, even, even bigger name people, and, not even locally. And, and yeah, right,
1: right. And, and you know what? It was a huge, I, I didn't just, it wasn't something I decided overnight, like, well, I'm going to go to my, my fans and my friends and whatever. And I get them to help me fund this thing. It was more of a um, you know once the idea popped in my head, it's like I went to the drawing board and, and really I planned out this whole uh, thirty day how it's gonna look. What yeah, are yeah. all the what are the perks? What are you know what's my push gonna be each each week and stuff and like to make sure you have new content and so it was a really well thought out sort of uh, process. We we achieved the, we achieved just over the goal. I think it was six grand and we ended up raising like six thousand one or two hundred or something cool, like that. So cool. we just we just got over the the hump there. Um, I was quite surprised with how much work went into to doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, would I say, you know, would I do another one?
0: Well, that was my next question, actually. Yeah,
1: like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know where we're going to go with it, but I, I don't know if I necessarily would do another one. It, I guess it depends how everything goes with Heart Run Highways and, right. and how the career progresses after this, um, you know, whether there would be uh, funding opp- different funding opportunities. like now did, that you're I, more
0: out there. With yeah,
1: that, right. like I did have some. Like, like I said, this was released as an, or sorry, this was recorded as an EP first. So I had funding from the government, federal and provincial, right. to do an EP. Uh, but it didn't. You know, it just covers a fraction of the the cost yeah, of what for we sure, do, for right? Sure um yeah the, the Kickstarter thing though was it was wonderful and like I think the best part about them not necessarily like I mean the best part is that you you know you get funding from your grassroots following and yeah. from your friends and stuff but the the other really good thing is it's a it's a wonderful marketing and, and social media sort of tool like I every time I hear of someone doing one you know I, I tune into it and I, I keep going back to see like oh how's it going yeah, you know yeah. like what are the updates and and uh, you know what kind of things they offer a lot of people do really interesting really cool, cool ones, yeah. things right and and I definitely kept my eyes out and ears out for for those when I was thinking of things that I could do for for mine as well and cool. yeah they're a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to do for sure yeah I
0: imagine yeah I've never, I've never tried one. I always thought about it like for whatever project you yeah. I'm gonna do it it's, it's it's a cool idea but yeah there's mm-hmm. the potential that you put all the work in and just for whatever reason doesn't catch on as well
1: yeah
0: but that's it's, it's good that it's good that it worked for you I guess. yeah
1: and I mean you gotta be I think you gotta be really realistic with it too like you know like I, I would, you know, I'd love to, uh, even the amount I raised with the funding and stuff I got is still a fraction of, you know, what yeah, it all course, costs. Yeah. There's still a lot of your, out of your own pocket and stuff. And it's, it would be nice to, you know, ask for more and stuff, but you got to be realistic also into what you think your reach is going to be and how, how, you know, how much right. time and how far you think you can reach with the, uh, with pushing it. To. Right. You
0: don't want to be just a like ridiculous number. Yeah. That you can't number,
1: say you know. I want, you know, I want $250,000 right. to go, you know, record, it, it, re- 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 record yeah, yeah. yeah. So.
0: No, oh, that's cool. So it's yeah. good that it worked. Was that always kind of the plan for this record from the beginning? I mean, you knew you wanted to release it I, independently or self independent, self released or yeah. No,
1: my plan all along for this one uh, was to do as an independent release. My my big focus was to uh, work with uh, a radio tracking team uh, okay. and, and a publicist. So I did achieve that with this album, and that was part of what the, the Kickstarter was going to to fund. Or right, to help so to fund. do it
0: more of a professional way. So but... to
1: do, yeah, so I wanted to independently release, but I wanted a, you know, I, I worked the publicity and radio tracking for yeah. my last album. And, and I mean, for doing my first album, that first EP, I saw a lot of success with it. I did get a lot of radio play. I charted on some of the the, the charts, and I, uh, I got some, some good press and reviews and stuff yeah. not by any means you know the the numbers that uh... You know, like uh, someone with more of a uh, a career at that point, I guess, would get. But for for a first release and no one knowing who you were and you doing all yourself, I, I had a lot of success with it. But this this release, I wanted to have that in the hands of someone who's professional and someone who might have a little more success rate of having you know certain people open up their emails and because uh, they
0: know who it is. Yeah, for sure. You know, like
1: sure. it's and even like even talking to my publicist as well. She's like, you know, that's a lot of the game too. She's like, I still you know I send a lot of emails and don't yep. get a lot of replies also. But um, just the connections that those people have might you know help you put your album into into different uh, in front of different eyes in the industry and, and stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I can relate to that because we've done a lot of live shows over the past year and a bit, live podcasts, live events, which mm-hmm. we have put on, and yeah, a lot of that has been a lot of the press coverage we've gotten has been through me just knowing people yep. from having worked in in yep. journalism business in the past and, and just yeah totally in contact. just it's kind of how it how it is. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a part of it for sure. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting that you especially with the first release that you went that way just from the get-go because a lot of people just uh, also from doing the show for so long, talking to so many different kinds of artists, um, that's not something a lot of people consider, I don't think, is, is the idea of getting publicists, getting, doing things in a, uh, I don't want to say professional because there's plenty of ways. To there's, there's,
1: yeah, there's a million ways but of doing it.
0: going that route because a lot of people, you know, they record themselves, they release it themselves, and that's just not something they even consider. So what can I encourage you to, to do that from, from the get-go?
1: To release it independently? No, not or just independently, just to,
0: but you, to do it at a to slightly do, more
1: professional oh, level. Oh, yeah, with yeah. The public, public well, I think a lot of that's just the nature of, uh, like, I mean, as I'm sure we've covered before in interviews, uh, is the whole, like, you know, I left the, I left the teaching career to, right. to pursue music and stuff. And so when I went into it, it was kind of a decision of, you know, like, I... I want to do this right. I want to do this proper. And I mean, like you said, there is there's a ton of different ways of doing for it. Sure. There's no, you know, there's no one right way. There's definitely wrong ways of doing it. Yeah, but there's sure. there's definitely no one right way. You know, like every every piece falls into place a little differently for every artist. Sure. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like you, you, you do what works for, for you or what you see have success or, you, you know, you talk to your peers or people who are, you know, maybe that next step kind of and, and kind of model yeah. a little bit, you know, think about what they're doing and think about how it might adapt to, to your own project. And yeah, so I think I think it's just the nature of just kind of, uh, you know, taking ser- taking the music seriously and how, how you're going to present it and, okay. and get it out.
2: through towns with flying shoes and not waiting around to die Colorado bound he set out running and riding on the white freight line he made some cash he was haggard a highwayman though mama tried You had that rambling white line fever, the cocaine blues, and the hungry eyes. Down the heart-born highways, you're still bound to miss someone. Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on the some rattle girl Her cheating heart Cried that day He shed his tears Five feet rising Flooded out The lost highway With trouble in mind The bottle just let him down he had the lovesick blues and a cold, cold heart He heard that long, some whistle sound Down the harbour highways You're still bound to miss someone Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on Coming down From swinging doors And dead flowers Mama said Don't take your guns To town He headed back To Colorado And asked his lover Why baby Why With a sinking heart He raised his pistol He sent her That sweet by and by Down the hard worn highways You're still bound to miss someone Who do you love, little darling Cause this man
0: And I guess in your case, looking at it as a... So it will become a job rather than yeah uh, yeah it's a not project. a you know
1: it's it's obviously a hobby and a, a true labor of love of mine it's a right. big passion but um, but you know it, when it comes down to it it's something that uh, I'm hoping to you know sustain and have a, a long longer career An actual right, career writer.
0: versus just something you do on weekends right which yeah is, exactly for sure for sure which is I mean obviously very hard to, <laughs> oh, to accomplish. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> But, uh, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's nice to see that, you know, after that, I think it was two years ago we first had you on the show and you were yeah. talking about how you just recently just, yeah. given up the teaching things. So it was nice that, you know, now you have an album out, you're still going, you're still, it's the dream is still. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, like, I'm
1: still working away at this music thing and it's, uh, you know, it's It's. It's great. It's. It's got its challenges and stuff, but it's It's. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun and I, I'm really enjoying where I'm at. Cool.
0: Yeah. I, as far as the record itself, I mean, the title, um, Heartworn Highways, like, it. Obviously, most people will think of the the film. Yeah, and and that I'm assuming was uh, on purpose. Uh, um,
1: s- sort of. Yeah, like the 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 title of the album was uh, that was the last song that was that was written for the uh, for the album, and um, I guess it was it was kind of built using um, song titles from from other, you know, Johnny Cash and, right. and Hank Williams and stuff and. When I just thought of the overall kind of themes of what was going on in the on the collection and stuff, I uh, I felt that that was kind of the most fitting. And and up until that song was written and recorded, um, it I think same old sky was I think what we were kind of running with originally, okay, okay. and then uh, and then we jumped over to heartworn highways. And that's yeah, I guess kind of a tip of the hat to, to towns and the yeah, yeah. And, and some of those folk uh, kind of outlaw country guys that. It, that you know.
0: And you specifically mentioned a few of those in one of the songs. Too. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, yeah. Them. So, so is that? I mean, was that film a big uh, <clears throat>
1: influence on you? Uh, not, I wouldn't say so much. I think it's more so the, you know, just the overall songwriting of of those those fellows yeah. and and uh, George Jones and stuff and, and the, all the all the artists that are referenced in that song. Okay. Um, it, I kind of grew up on a lot of that music and I've I've found a lot of connections and and um, I love a lot of the songwriting of of those artists. So cool.
0: Well I think someone that counts around that maybe has a similar thing where he kind of covers a fairly wide range of genres but is they're all related. I mean I, I just listening to the, the record I feel yeah. like you're not and I think I've thought this about your music before, but you're not you're not a country singer necessarily, you're not a folk artist necessarily, mm-hmm. you're not like it's roots is such a vague term. Yeah, and you kinda of fit in mm-hmm. all these different pockets of
1: Yeah, and that's I mean that's kinda like people ask me like the, the term country obviously is thrown around quite a bit and it's not necessarily the the right term anymore for for this yeah. style of music and um, when it comes down to it I mean I, I would say the the type of music I'm writing folk music really it's right. it's you know a lot of storytelling kind of songs and it's I mean essentially that's what folk music really is is, is you know people's music telling totally. social histories and stuff and totally. so really when it comes down to it I'd say a, a lot of what I do is folk but it's like i I've, I've just I've just been really drawn to the sound of, you know, pedal steel guitar and and that uh, you know, like brushed kind of drums and on yeah. a, a lot of like that traditional trad country kind of sound is I just love that sound. So it's kind of like folk music set to traditional sort of country uh, right. instrumentations and stuff. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. I imagine that's why people are getting the country thing from mainly is that pedal steel for yeah. sure. Like it's a very it's a, yeah. Thing. It's
1: the it's the weirdest little machine. It's our big machine. It's yeah. It can be the happiest and soundest sounding intr- instrument, yeah, and if totally, played totally. with the the right feet and hands and
0: yeah. yeah. And so when you're uh, when you're writing your songs, I mean, you have a fairly large group of people on the album mm-hmm. that contributed. Is there a difference when you write a song just on your own with a guitar, say, versus writing one that's going to be performed with a larger?
1: Well, they all every song I ever write is always just myself and a guitar, really, unless I'm doing a co-write or something like that. So I mean, um, I guess definitely I I don't go in. I never go into writing a song thinking, okay, this is going to be a six-piece arrangement or whatever. You know, and it's something that's always something that kind of develops as you as you play the song. And like I was talking a little bit about pre-production before, so working with the producer and working with the the band and. You know, like it's kind of fun, and the guy, the folks that I play with, and the, the the guys and gals on the on the album, like everybody is super super talented at what they do, and and really bring a lot to the table. And it's kind of it's fun to like I think it's probably like the biggest highlight or the biggest thrill I get from recording and, and playing music. I think is is bringing those songs that I only know as just that solo song, yeah, the lyrics yeah. and the chords, and then and then putting it in front of everybody and just kind of experimenting with it you know I, I sometimes I'll have a bit of an idea you know what kinds of instrumentation it might have right but, you that's know we kind might, what I was getting at more yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. might start playing it and you know like instead of that uh, maybe a shuffle beat it's kind of got more of a back kind of feel, backbeat feel to it or you know you might be on electric bass you might want acoustic you know the upright yeah, double yeah. bass it might be pedal steel and maybe you f- get rid of it and pull a Wurlitzer or some kind of organ in it you know cool. like so it's that's I think that's the most fun part it's just that that creating sound creating like there's you know like it was nothing and then you just make something right that yeah. exists and yeah it's yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's right. fun
0: so is there um like when when you after you finish writing a song on mm-hmm. your own do you, do you sort of hear things in it that like you, you know that this is going to have that kind of uh that kind of certain kind of vibe when it's sometimes like, yeah or? like
1: I, I think a lot of times I listen to a lot of different music, I have a lot of different influences, and I think a lot of times you might write a song and um, you might hear kind of, you know, you might be into a certain kind of thing or really drawn to a certain sort of sound and that might definitely play, or that can sometimes play an influence in in the sound or the production level that you have, you know, like... nothing or i guess there's a few inst- like in this in this album for example like Heartbreak Highways the title track um i was really like it's kind of, i guess it's a murder ballad really and i yeah. was i was really drawn at that point to uh been listening to a lot of Lyle love it, okay. and his uh, LA County was uh It's a pretty, um, one of my favorite songs of his. And so, yeah, when we were working that one in pre-production, like there's a few things like, I'm like, you know what, like, why don't we listen to this LA County? Let's listen to some of the things that go on in this and see if we can draw a little bit of that influence into the sound or, or then I think there's also, um, like there's a Hayes Carl tune too. um uh it's a shame i think it was it's kind of so we kind of modeled a bit of the more of the drum feel from one and like so sometimes you just listen to different music and kind of grab a little bit and sometimes it's completely organic and it's just like what we feel and and you build off of it
2: the mighty rivers on the rise the rivers on the rise And she won't come down till she takes another town And leaves the fields under her disguise My father's waiting on the shine He's waiting on the sun to shine That old river is a taker, every day she gets an acre There's no pontoons on his combine And mother's praying for relief She's praying for relief as a family so small, couldn't build a bigger wall. We lost our house to the river like a thief. The mighty river's on the rise. The river's on the rise. And she won't come down till she takes another town and leaves the fields under her sky. crying in the rain She's crying in the falling rain Cause the cattle and horse swam away In the force of the mighty rolling river on the plain And grandpa's rocking in his chair He's rocking in his rocking chair His strength's all gone since grandma passed on The tears are filling up in his stare Mighty rivers on the rise. The river's on the rise. She won't come down till she takes another town and leaves the fields under her sky. Thought the day would ever come when those mighty banks of blood spill and tears spill and blood, not knowing what the future would become. The mighty river's on the rise, the river's on the rise, and she won't come down till she takes another town and leaves the fields under her skies. No, she won't come down till she takes another town and leaves
0: the fields under her disguise. Are there any songs where the tone has changed unexpectedly for you once you've kind of presented it to a larger group? Or is it sort of, they, are they sort of fully formed by the time you bring it? Uh... And the reason <laughs> I ask is it's... because I've talked to other people about this who, you know, different kinds of music, whatever, but mm-hmm. the person who's the main songwriter has all, in in many cases, they've said, yeah, once I actually get it to the other to the players, instrumentalists and yeah. music players, yeah it, it takes on maybe a different vibe than was intended.
1: yeah that that definitely can happen. Um, some it depends like sometimes I guess it depends how the song was written. like I more recently I'm just kind of I'll just kind of write a song acoustically and I'll just be lyrics and it'll just be a voice and a guitar and and that's pretty much about it but uh in the past i've done a lot of layering and stuff and i play a lot of different instruments so sometimes i have in- songs um i'm trying to think if there's any examples in particular on this album but like where there will be you know bass and drums already and okay. i'm by no means do i uh call myself a drummer or you know an accomplished bassist or right. whatever but i mean i know the i know some basics that i can kind of get a bit of a feel to it okay um so yeah sometimes it's like you know i'll build the feel already off of it but Sometimes that's kind of crippling too, because then it's like, well, my terrible drumming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want my drummer to emulate the, you know, the basic drum only, you know, like right. shuffle or you want brush be, or whatever. Yeah, I know how style, to do. Yeah. So, but it's just for me. Sometimes it's nice to hear it kind of thickened up a little bit.
0: Totally, for yeah. sure. Are a lot of the players on this album uh, people you'd worked with on, on the previous one, or is it? The no, most it's
1: a, almost a brand new cast altogether. Um, there's a little bit of overlap. Uh, Carl uh, played some some upright on this new album he also played the upright on last album but um the biggest I think the biggest similarity is myself and and Amy uh the two of us are well I mean obviously I'm on my own album but (laughs) but Amy uh Amy sang the harmonies on the last album she's also singing uh the kind of the uh, lead harmony I guess and then there's also a few other voices on there too uh Logan McKillop and Madeline Roger um um but yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think if anyone else played on both uh, both records. Um, I don't think so, because yeah, the first album was more acoustic. It was more um, like bluegrass instrumentation, right. like a traditional kind of like banjo and mandolin and upright bass and fiddle and stuff. Whereas this album, I was really, I've been kind of, I don't know, if growing to more of a, uh, a, more of a Americana sort of, that rootsy sort of, you know. Okay plug in some amps and, and... Right,
0: it's heavier if you can say that about a Roosie album. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so I've going to more of an electric kind of thing. Okay. Yeah.
0: And uh, is it the same band that you, you take on tour as well,
1: or is that... it's um, It varies. I guess it depends what the gigs are all about, but right. ge- generally when I'm touring, uh, I've been taking a trio uh, on the road, or a three-piece band, I guess you'd call it, and uh, I try to... I think the biggest influences on the music, or the biggest instruments in the music is, is what I do, obviously, my vocals, my guitar, yeah. harmonica, and stuff. Uh, the other two really big things I think with my music is the the in this album, anyways, the influence of the pedal steel guitar and the influence of uh, harmony, which has always been okay. a big part as well. I've always loved harmony, so when I tour, is, uh, when I tour, I try to bring uh, harmony and bring and bring pedal steel with me and then myself. Uh, so the last one I was on, I, I have a. My buddy Ian uh, Cameron, he's a pedal steel player from uh, Regina, so he's okay. been touring with me recently and uh, and Madeline Roger
0: right.
1: uh, came with me on the last tour as well and played cool. some guitar and sang. And so.
0: Yeah, we had her on the show briefly, we went to Shine On and oh, them. Nice. interviewed them while they were in the middle of a field playing some Awesome,
1: stuff. yeah, Maddie, so, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's wonderful in the Roger Roger yeah. uh, gang and yeah, uh, it was nice to steal her away from her project for a couple of weeks yeah. last time I was yeah. on the road. And it's it's kind of this whole like family affair in many ways. This album, because um, like her dad is Lloyd, who produced our music. Okay. And uh, Amy, uh, who's my girlfriend, who also uh, sings on the album. She and Madeline are, are cousins as well. Oh, cool. and, and Lloyd is her uncle. So it's like so literally it's, a family. It's yeah. There's 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 cool. a lot of yeah. Like it, my uh, so Amy's family and Maddie's family. They they have a really musical family, and um, yeah, it's it's nice to have. You know, have that yeah. involvement for sure.
0: Well, and I feel like the local music scene in general has that kind of vibe anyway. Like everyone's kind of working on each other's. It's projects it's a day. really
1: wonderful scene to be in, and and yeah, like uh, a lot of the band I play with is you know they back up a lot of different yeah. other bands as well. well. Just like, looking
0: at the credits, it's like I recognize that name. I recognize yeah,
1: that name like I, I, yeah, like. From this record, like are the bass and, and drums and like the core kind of band I had is, you know, they ba- they back up Mike Ehrenberg, they back up Carly Dow, they back yeah. up, you know, like, so they're all over playing around Kayla Lukey's stuff and we all kind of, kind of share these guys as much as we, yeah, as much yeah. as we can. and
0: Which is, well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. People who can do that back mm-hmm. some up, that they can... I mean,
1: their schedules, it can be hard to book them sometimes, but you know, when you get them, they, they play together so much though. It's just wonderful to watch them kind of, you know, and see what they can do with each other, uh, musically with your songs. And, uh, I almost feel like it requires less rehearsing just because they they're just so good live, and I, I love that kind of spontaneity and, and stuff yeah. of of a live show.
0: I guess it's almost muscle memory for some of them just because they're so used to playing. Yeah, together and
1: but sometimes also I have to remember like we'll do a rehearsal for a for a bigger show that comes up, and sometimes I gotta remember that you know they've probably played two hundred songs since the last time we played right. that song. So, you know? re- so, learn to, yeah. so yeah, like I mean, it's it's good it's good and bad I guess to to be that busy, but. Uh, I think it's more good to be that busy for a, for a session yeah. side player. So yeah, one
0: yeah. thing I noticed listening to this one, and maybe it kind of goes to what you're saying about it being more, um, more the kind of rock instruments, I guess, with the, mm-hmm. the drums, the louder yeah. electric stuff. Is that I feel like even though there are some obviously some songs that are downers content wise yeah. <laughs> on the album, yeah. but you have definitely have a, a very kind of upbeat sort of sound to you. I think it's mostly in the vocals, yeah, um, and it's kind of a. Even when it's not, it seems positive to me. I don't know if that. If that's yeah, like you're well,
1: or... <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of an example. Like I, I think like on this album, like "Gone with the Wind," I think is probably sometimes I've I've introduced that as probably being one of the most like uplifting, like love, loss, heartbreak songs. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, kind
0: of a weird like uh, oxymoron. It's kind right of
1: yet? ironic yeah. in the way that it comes across musically, uh, as opposed to lyrical content. I I used to dabble a lot in bluegrass music and.
0: Well, that's fairly uplifting, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But
1: the thing with I I call bluegrass music like the bi- pol- like the most bipolar music because it's like you know it's got the most uplifting uh, instrumentation, but some of the most
0: harsh, harsh <laughs> lyrical <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: themes. So yeah, Gone with the Wind kind of fits in that uh, that category. But um,
0: is that where that comes from? Though, the bluegrass thing is that where you kind of yeah kind maybe
1: of- like I mean that that tune is it's kind of got that like that that three ring circus sort of burlesque almost kind yeah. of uh, country swing thing going on, and it's. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I've, there's a little bit of influence of artists who have done some stuff like that before, and uh, in, in there, and I mean, I think there's some there's probably some core Blunt influence on, okay, on yeah. that kind of a sound, or or like even Lyle Lovett's done some stuff like that, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like the I'm trying to think back to writing that one, and uh, I mean, I it, think
0: it, but just as a listener, I think it might be uh, in the vocals more than anything because. I mean, a lot of people play, you know, any of the genres, we just disagree, country, right? yeah. roots, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. And a lot of people, locally as well, like, definitely try to put a lot of hurt into it. hmm And I feel like you have a much cleaner sort of voice. Yeah. Um, just like, you know, sonically, it's it just, it just sounds not, not, not so rough, maybe. Yeah. And I think that might contribute to that. I don't know. Oh, maybe, a, yeah. I don't know.
1: Um, I- yeah, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I, don't, I
0: don't know, I don't know the way to answer that. It's just, I guess, a comment yep. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, who, who do was, you look at as influences for vocals, as far as vocals are concerned? Vocal
1: influences? Well, I started... I started... Uh, my whole musical thing was... Uh, I was just the biggest Neil Young fan. Okay. And, I mean, I don't... I, I started playing guitar and learning all of his songs, and um, Neil Young, Decade, that double-disc yeah, compilation, yeah, cool. if you're familiar yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. I actually modeled, um, modeled this album, The Graphics... Uh, and stuff after uh,
0: the colors for sure after
1: yeah, yeah so I so, sort of I went a little more uh, a little more brown with the coloring on it but I kind of like used that uh, theme as yeah, the yeah, yeah as the starting point when I was designing the album cover, but no, Neil Young, like I, I listened to that album and I learned how to play every song on it and I got all the harmonicas to play every song on yeah. it and stuff. And then I started learning the, the albums that those songs were off of and picking them up. I was right. I just really dove deep into his, I, I was just really drawn to his songwriting, his connection kind of to I think Kelvin High School and for the, sure, yeah, the yeah. local stuff. Yeah. Right. And I can uh, relate
0: for sure. I mean, I have like probably close to 20 of his albums. And, oh yeah. It's and, yes. Yeah.
1: And, uh, but yeah, I, I try it, I, I have a, I think a little bit of a talent uh, to kind of adapt my vocals to like I to do almost impersonations okay, and I, okay. it's something I don't really I I try to avoid doing but I mean I you know maybe for sitting around a campfire or something like that we might you it know, comes over the cover yeah, yeah you know it might I might sing some stuff and, and sing it in that shaky voice or I might yeah, yeah, you know or yeah. I, I might put on a Johnny Cash voice and sing some Cash songs sing a little I, lower
0: than, yeah, yeah, yeah you
1: know like I, I I think I have a bit of a talent to. Um, manipulate my voice to do that and it's it's a blessing and a curse because i mean you're trying to find your own sound right and what what,
0: what right you don't want to put a record where it sounds like you're emulating it it's neil like young. oh
1: yeah well he sounds like neil young he's yeah. great and i mean that works for some people if it's authentic right and i you also hear a lot of i think you hear a lot of like people who are you know into country music and stuff that put on their that country twang they kind do, of thing yeah. and it's yeah. like and you can you know you'll see right through it and it's just like i think it loses I don't know if it, if you can an audience and stuff. I think can and can hear through it, and I think it takes away from from the uh, from what they're doing. You got to kind of be yourself. So that was probably my biggest one of my biggest struggles. I think musically was trying to find that find that voice and and, and make it your own. But more, I guess to answer that question, uh, like Neil Young was what I got into, and I used to emulate his voice. But then I, I realized that you know that's you know this is me in my teen years. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. When I started writing my own stuff and I think I uh, vocally more of like a blue rodeo, like okay. a, a Jim Jim Cuddy, or um, you know, I I think he, like his range sort of thing, and and I see some some vocal similarities there and stuff, and it's it's like I really like what those guys were doing too, like with the whole you know, play it's almost like a Canadiana sort of thing, but yeah. it's like, you know, like it's countryish sounding music but the voices but the voices either, right? are it's... the voices are not, you know, country voices yeah. at all.
0: Well maybe that's what it, it is, maybe. So you you sound like someone from Winnipeg singing
1: singing, o- yeah.
0: Over yeah well that, yeah is, that's, well
1: that's good then I, is, I think
0: yeah.
1: I <laughs> I think I've been doing what I've been trying to do then yeah, yeah, it, you yeah. know be myself and, and play the music I want to play so
0: do you think that is something that is important to the audience for folk and roots and country music the authenticity definitely
1: hundred percent hundred that's the I think that's the biggest you know I think you'll talk to any artist and all you know like any budding aspiring artists will or even myself you know if you you meet one of your your heroes and you want to pick their brain and yeah I think that's just the advice I mean that's the advice I'd give to someone who's picking up a guitar and wanting to sing and songwriting you know how do i be good at it how do i write good songs how do i perform you know be true yourself who are you and like and and write your songs don't try and write songs for other people i mean there's money in that too but (laughs) i mean (laughs)
0: let's pick up being a cover man i guess basically yeah yeah. exactly
1: i mean i yeah i wouldn't want to be singing covers every night they're fun to do sometimes but like if you want to write your own stuff you got to have your have your voice you know find out who you're you know find out what you like and and uh and let that shine through don't uh, don't hide behind you know someone else's style or something or so, someone else's
0: accent or whatever yeah, yeah. exactly cool. yeah so uh, how much touring have you done so far for this album because i know you
1: this album not i haven't done a ton of touring yet we did a uh, we did so the album release was september 23rd at the west end and then we hit the road for a few weeks after that uh out west uh then i went out to the breakout west uh, oh, cool. showcases and conference and stuff in regina uh, and then I spent some time out in uh, in Ottawa briefly after that for the um, Folk Music Ontario conference. Cool. And uh, yeah, it was. Other than that, now it's it's just kind of laying low. We're doing some video content and stuff oh, for yes. the for the um, for the the record now. And uh, and then I think the next tour will be starting after. Uh, so later February probably. Cool. So a few months of just kind of getting, you know, getting the pitches in for the festival season and stuff yeah. next year. Stuff. Is that?
0: Yeah. I guess that's probably a big uh, thing for you, right? The festival. Yeah,
1: that's season. that's really like where you want to be, and uh, or where I want to be, anyways. Uh, you know, you want to be on a, in a festival scene and, and get your music out to, to larger audiences yeah, in that sure. in that way. Um, and there's a lot of wonderful local festivals here, but there's also a lot of really big uh, festivals as well here and, and in Canada. That, well, there's uh, new
0: ones here every week. It seems like it's, yeah, like, it's, it's so we like have that. a wonderful scene. I it's love very it. Cool, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's great. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where, where I'm, I'm pointing right now, where I'm where I'm headed, I guess.
2: with this feeling that you've made up your mind. Uncertainty is a demon, and she'll turn you around every time. I'll cast a stone into the river, I'll send the smoke So she she stayed until she died She never loved, and she never lost but Lord
0: with the with the previous album and yeah. in between is it easier that now like have you built enough of uh, uh people knowing who you are venues knowing who you are it's
1: easier in the markets that you travel to you know like i i've, I've
0: right you obviously haven't touched them
1: western yeah. western canada has been my uh, most hit uh strip uh the, you know from here to to the coast okay. um to, through bc alberta saskatchewan manitoba i've i've toured you know all the big cities and and countless smaller communities as well and uh from you know from the border up To some of the more northern parts of those provinces as well. Like I think, I think since uh, since I left the teaching thing, I'm over. I don't know the exact number, but it's over 300 shows though. So I mean, it's it's been quite quite a bit. But mostly in Western Canada. So I mean, to answer your question, when we when we go to west or when I go to Western Canada, I can pick up uh, the phone and pick up, you know, open my emails and stuff, and 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 get on some venues, and I can book my own tour fairly fairly easy now to some repeat venues and stuff and some newer ones. But yeah, like going east, I've done a little bit, but uh, it's a little bit more tricky. And then I'm also looking now to um, to Europe and the UK oh, cool. and Germany and stuff. And it's, you know, it's a whole new can of worms, right? Well, that's totally so it, it's, yeah, it's, so it, to answer that question, it's, yeah, it, it does it, certain areas become easier places you've been to, yeah. but uh, it's always, you know, the world's a big place and uh, there's always, I guess maybe,
0: venues are shutting down. New ones are opening. Yeah, it's always, the UK, there's yeah,
1: a, lo- yeah. a lot of revolving door for venues and stuff. And it's kind of hard to see sometimes some of the most beloved venues closing down or changing ownership or whatever yeah. it is. So you got to kind of stay in touch with that too.
0: Do you like touring?
1: Like are you a- I I love it. I I mean I um, it, you know you, it's kind of a weird toss up because I mean I love I love being on the road but then you you miss your home and then when you're home it's kind of like sometimes you you miss going out and traveling sure, so yeah. for me it's uh, it's kind of a touring is is uh, when, when I first started doing it I kind of treated it as almost more of a vacation you go out and you play these shows and stuff but yeah. then I quickly realized that well no work's getting done when you're gone so it's uh, more recent or you know, as I developed uh, touring more and more it's it's now like work working is touring and it's you know, like you're playing a show but you're you know, during the day you're on your computer and trying to it's it's not super glamorous. <laughs> well, you're
0: not going to see the sites you're busy, yeah.
1: You know, like yeah, yeah there's a lot of legwork and stuff that goes into getting up on stage and playing for people. And um, and yeah, so I I um, I'm trying like more in the last year or so, my tours have been, I've, I've done some marathon tours in the past and I'm trying to kind of shorten those up and, and just so you, uh, you know, it's, you don't want to lose touch with, uh, you know, the people you love back home and stuff. Yeah, too. of course, yeah. So it's, yeah. uh, it's nice to go out and uh, and kind of have a real concise plan of, you know, going to these towns, these are the places I got to hit, these are the people I'm going to hope hopefully meet, you know. And, yeah, these are the you know radio stations these are the so yeah just really having a, a nice itinerary to say you go out and you just kind of get it all done then you you come home and uh, but yeah I, I love traveling i love getting out and it's nice to kind of mix up the two and studio life too is is fun it's, right. it's nice to kind of mix it all up because you never really you know yeah i don't know if i could just be a studio guy or just be a just you know, touring, or yeah, just yeah, touring yeah. you know, you need the to break it up and finding sanity on the road too because i mean it's a lot of driving so yeah you, gotta, yeah. you know you got to have ways to be in touch with yourself too and not uh, lose your mind not yeah. lose your mind yeah, so, yeah. For
0: sure. cool <laughs> yeah. is there um now that none of the albums out now that you've kind of done done that i mean that's got to be a, I guess a relief to have that sort of out in the world now is that
1: uh yeah it's 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 good like i mean it's uh it's been a long time in in the making and uh, it's nice to finally uh you know have it out and and being played and stuff and it's um yeah now we're just seeing what what all comes in from it. it's Had a you know we've had a lot of success with it so far and uh, i don't know what's what's up next for for it all but um I mean, I think so far that just the charting number one in, in Canada for the folk roots yeah, charts that's, was, was that's huge awesome, for yeah. the month of, month of September. And uh, and we're still out on the charts out there, so it's still getting played. So I think, uh, you know, thank all the, the radio hosts and stuff and folks out there like yourself who were, you know, we were putting this on the airwaves. And uh, yeah, it's, I think one of the really cool things that's, uh, or this kind of happened more recently is uh, Stingray Music picked this album up as well. And uh, I think The Mighty River is the song we've been playing. But, um, yeah, they, you know that's on people's TVs. I think it's like nine million, cool. you know, people subscribe to this thing or have this, and and so yeah, it's kind of neat to get messages from people across the country that are hearing hearing this song and but for uh, the first time, I guess. Yeah, and and yeah, that you know, a lot of times like up until this point in my career, people know you as a person and as a, but and as a musician, right. you know, kind of thing, and, and know the songs, but. You know, I'm starting to see some people who just know the music, and um, but you have know, never met before. Never, everything. never met these yeah. people. They send you messages, or they buy your album, or whatever it is cool. online, and it's yeah, it's
0: pretty neat. Do you notice a big impact when you get something like the number one record there on, on that chart? Like, does it do you see from where you are anything happening, or, or is it just kind of like, oh, this is really cool? It's, it's
1: okay. well, it's I think it's a little bit of I mean. I think it, you got to work with that. Like yeah. It's it's you know like if it's it, I definitely think it's a it's a feather in the cap and stuff, right? And it's a nice little thing to add to your your accolades or whatever your yeah, music. Course, yeah. But but it's something you've yeah. If there's if there's stations out there who are playing you in certain areas, it's it's up to you and your you know your booking team and whatever to you know get out there and promote that fact and and try and bring well, some people out. while well, it's still right? yeah, yeah. Well, it's still yeah, still fresh in people's minds. So
0: cool. Yeah. Are you uh, at what point? then after now that this is out there now that you've you know you, you, you have, you're touring you have toured yeah when do you start on the next one like do you kind of <laughs> i'm not trying to rush you <laughs> but is that something you even think about at this point or is it just kind of these are the songs for right now we're kind of working these and then yeah eventually it sort of moves on well, it's kind
1: of yeah it's kind of weird when you do these things because like these some of these songs like you've you had them for a while you played them for a while and then you work on them you listen to them mm-hmm. you know 100 200 whatever times so by the time the album release comes out it's they're all old songs to you at that point. And you're almost like you're, you know, like I'm not going to say I'm sick of them, but I mean, I've heard them a lot. It's nothing new to me. (laughs) And I, I I love the, the joy of sharing it with people who haven't heard it, you know, yet and kind of maybe feeding off of, off of that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always, I've got, I haven't done a whole lot of writing recently. Uh, It's something I hope to do in the, you know, in this new year coming up and stuff and, and uh, over the next few months. Um, But yeah i don't know like they say you have a lifetime to make first album and then two years to make your your next yeah, or whatever it is yeah, right yeah. and 2014 i released uh, the first one 2016 i released the next one so i i guess i held true there it was just, just over you, you just over up, two yeah. years yeah. but um yeah i don't know i don't know what what what's next for for uh, albums and stuff i like to start sitting down and, and doing some writing and and stuff and and see uh get back in touch with uh that side of me it's something i've kind of I'm not going to say I've lost touch with but it's I've been focusing more on you know these songs and the shows well yeah you've
0: obviously your attention's been so yeah you wear a lot of
1: different hats in the industry and there's a lot of you know you got to make sure you keep in touch with all the you know the parts of it cool so
0: do you have anything uh, coming up in Winnipeg in the next few months that people might uh, want to check out
1: a couple things number one uh is the uh, country Christmas? I'll I'll be a part of again. Yeah. Uh, That's something we've been doing. I think fourth annual now, third or fourth annual. It'll be the times changed uh, in later December. I we we'll, will find the dates for that later and put it up. Yep. But, um, and then other uh, than that, I don't think it's been announced officially yet and stuff. But we'll uh, we'll be playing a festival. Will be the next uh, oh, nice. my next show.
0: Have you played festival? Before?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna be. Uh, on, we're going to be playing. Uh, I'm, I don't know the dates on that yeah. yet, but uh, keep keep your uh, your eyes. Well, they out make for such a
0: big. Uh, they, it's out there. You yeah, it's hard, not, look,
1: hard to miss. It's hard movie. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's one of my favorite. Uh, you know, it's 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 a gem. It, yeah. I love I love having that here. It's in very Winnipeg. special it's, that we have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really is.
0: How, what's the best way for someone to find the album if uh, they're hearing you for the first time maybe on here and they want to check out more of your music?
1: Uh, I'd say the easiest way. So we're on iTunes and all that stuff. Um, but the I think the easiest way is uh, if you just go to KevinRoyMusic.com. Okay. Um, the top banner on the page, there's a click uh, click a link. I think it takes you to the Bandcamp. So for like, yeah, physical copies, I usually deal with Bandcamp and mail them out. And for okay. if you just want downloads, iTunes, uh, you can get them off there. But the links are all at the top of the KevinRoyMusic, uh, com. Okay. website
0: and I guess the first album is still the EP is still, yep, available. still
1: available and there's shirts and things like that so there's all kind of, there's a little bit of a store on the, the band camp cool. site yeah
0: okay and awesome well uh, if people want to hear more episodes of this show go to witchpolice.com click on podcast there's all 200 and whatever there for free download and streaming uh, in perpetuity, I hope. So including, including the past <laughs> two you've been on, which is cool. So if you want to follow, uh, people want to go back and see what you're talking yeah, about two years ago. And definitely. It's kind of, kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, we also air on UOFM on Sunday nights at midnight, which is uh, definitely the prime spot for people who be listening to <laughs> the radio. But uh, it's really cool because those those episodes are older ones that kind of get a second life. I mean, people will hear this when it becomes available as a podcast. They'll download it, they'll stream it, whatever. Yeah. But then uh, a few months later... There it is on the radio, so people we'll may have missed the first time, or you know, want to hear it again. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Tune in, you'll get them. And we're they're, they're, They've been really awesome for for just kind of promoting this and letting us do weird podcasts and airing them. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, definitely uh, check it out. Check out uh, CameronMusic.com. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's it.
1: Awesome. Thanks, thanks so much for having me, Sam. Yeah, thanks
0: for coming back on. Okay,
2: awesome. Tonight, high in the sky, there's a fire burning bright. The green flames were dancing with the red. We've got a long way to go. Do we can